Hi my humans and welcome back to Diane Wiss and Dream Capture where we talk disability in the media and the world around us. On this week's podcast um it's um it's been one year since I've started this podcast. And I just wanted to talk about about the podcast and like the the story of the podcast, how it came to be, my plans for the future of this podcast like a list list if you will and other things as well for those of you that are new to this podcast hi this podcast started a year ago when let me start from the very beginning um (laughs) i didn't know what i wanted to do and my future (sighs) for a very long time (laughs) At first, when I was really little, I wanted to be a ballerina. <laughs> That's quite a funny story actually, because why I was practicing, I got very upset. My dad was there, and I was like, Dad, I can't be a ballerina. And Dad was like, okay, we're going to have to have a talk about how, you know, your disability could affect her, but it's not stopping you from doing what you love, you know. He was getting very ready for this whole serious talk about my disability and, you know, that talk. But I turned around and said, I can't be a ballerina because I've got no pink shoes. <laughs> my dad just sat and laughed. And then I... And still do. I wanted to be a writer, you know, I wanted at first to be a um, reporter, but I realised that, you know, there's quite a lot of 
things that is like you know I didn't think I had the capabilities I didn't think I had the emotion to be a reporter I didn't think I could do it and also I watched a lot of movies where the media is portrayed as being bad so that kind of put me off to be honest and then for the longest times I, I wanted to write stories I wanted to write books TV shows songs I just wanted to write whatever I wanted to and that was going great because I used to write these really bad poems and I write short stories, I write fanfics but then I lost the love of writing for a long time I don't really know the reason, maybe I just lost confidence and maybe in myself because it, you know I'm not that <laughs> great at spelling and sometimes <laughs> I think you know it's this Will people actually read what I want to say, or will people just see it as, oh, she's a person with a disability? And for a long time, that's all I thought I was. I didn't like the fact that I had cerebral palsy <laughs> and I let that get to me and stop me from doing stuff that I like to do for a long time and it just got worse in primary school then the flat that um the high school I went to go to um said oh no you can go you'll just have to make sure all your lessons are on the ground floor you have two cameras because you obviously can't take care of yourself and I felt terrible for my friends because I thought I was ruining their high school experience. I'm not saying that 
my friends were very, very supportive of me. But at the time, it was just like, you know, this is all my fault. If only I didn't have cerebral palsy. If only I could just wake up one day and be like, normal. Because they felt wrong to have a disability and feel the way I did. You know, I think to myself, what if I just disappeared? What if I just went somewhere? And, you know, you can't think like that. <laughs> but for, for a very long time I did. And then the school turned around and said, actually, we can't accommodate you. So literally, it was it was weeks. It was like a week before I was supposed to leave school. And I had no high school to go to. I thought I was going to be trapped. And that's not a good feeling to feel. To feel like a waste of space. It really isn't. Like you're nothing. <laughs> but my my mum and dad went into town one day and we met one of my um, old friends from Greenhome <laughs> and I'm gonna again call her up. So he who is an amazing human being, she's so talented Ed, and I'm super, super proud of her and what she has achieved over these last years. She is the best signer and a friend, even though we don't talk to each other as much as we used to. I miss her and she's there for me when it matters, so I just want to say Thank you, <laughs> Sophie, for being there and telling me that um, having these feelings, it's okay. And telling me that I am valid. You and Luke did that, so thank you. Among my family and my other friends, but thank you.
so um and she was talking to me about this school called the school and we were I was nervous because I was like, well, what happens if I don't like the school? What happens if, because this is my last chance. But I went to the school and I absolutely loved it. So we had to put an appeal in. I got to go to the school. And although I had many, many down moments, but I also had some up moments too. And that was due to, again, my family and my friends, who I love very, very much. During the time at the school, I realised that, you know what, my disability doesn't define me, it doesn't control me, but it is a part of me and I need to accept that it's not going anywhere, I need to love myself and I did. I started to feel, you know what? <laughs> How am I going to get people to accept who I am if I don't accept myself? <laughs> so I was like, I am Lucy. And I am so busy. And I love myself at 40. And <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't picture my life without it. If someone asked me, in fact, they have been asked this, would you take an operation to get, to get rid of it? And I would say, no, because why should I change for a world that doesn't change for me? If they don't accept me for who I am, then I don't want them. I don't want to be fixed. No, I don't. because who I am, I got these opportunities and not just because of my disability, not because I'm different, because I'm me and me is a book one sister, daughter, 
niece, cousin, geek, Disney lover, although I'm kind of swaying towards Pixar because D Disney. I'm hoping you will get better and be more open minded. But I love. Pixar and Disney and Box and I'm a gothic I love musicals I love tattoos I love dogs even though sometimes they still scare me because literally I'm <laughs> when I'm out of my chair <laughs> it's like I'm different <laughs> But I absolutely love them. If I could adopt a wolf and have a oh, saying that wolf and owl and now a red panda because I watch red. So now I'm obsessed with red pandas. But the wolf will always be anyhow. I love superheroes. I love. Heart. My very character is definitely Harley Quinn. And I have so boring. Oh, and I love dyeing my hair too. And I guess the reason I love like most of the stuff to like dyeing hair and getting tattoos and wearing stuff. That's a bit out there. I guess that's my way of controlling the fact that I know people are going to stare at me. So, at least I can control what they stare at. They could be staring at my hair colour, they could be staring at my tattoo, which will soon be tattoos. Because I'm excited, I'm going to get a tattoo sleeve, it's going to be. Uh, for whole Christmas and uh, someone's on all in one, so I'm pretty excited. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is who I am. Oh, and I'm also <laughs> anxious and I get depressed sometimes. My emotions sometimes get the better of me. But they wouldn't take that away, you know. <sighs> After I left this high school, because of what happened, I hadn't got the right qualifications to go off to college. I hit a very low point because it was like back to square one again, I was stuck, I was trapped. And even though I went out and did some work experience at my local library, I still felt like a, like everything I ever wanted to do was out of reach. Because, you know, just felt away. 
Then I joined this club called Liberty. Which I think was another turning point. Because met another great friend, Becky, who I've had on this podcast, who I love a lot. And I met some other great friends. And through Liberty, I was able to get a, my comp, a little bit of my confidence back. And during lockdown, everything <laughs> sort of went back to this anxious person who just felt like nothing ever great good happens. I felt like a terrible, terrible human being because I felt like what's the point? You know, what am I doing? Am I doing Am I, what am I supposed to do now? I felt alone. But then I got a message from Liberty saying, there's this course, this podcasting and video course from The Prince's Trust. We think you'd be perfect for it. What you think? And at the time I was really, real apprehensive about things. My anxiety was tenfold. I was like, I honestly was gonna go, no, I don't wanna do it. <laughs> I'm just gonna go into bed with my blankets. <laughs> and I, just wanted to to like I wanted I, yeah. but then I was like no this is a great opportunity and I've been thinking about doing something like this Maybe this is what I need. Maybe this could be something amazing if I just had a chance. And it was like 15 minutes of crazy, you know? You know, when we bought it soon, when they, the guy's like, it's 15 minutes of crazy, and I promised something good will come out of it and I was like yes so we filled out the form I was getting more anxious going what have I done I've done this I mean 
like this could be a disaster maybe I could back it but I didn't and I got an email Ale from Jenna who also had the podcast and and it was great I met some amazing amazing people who are equally so sweet and so talented thank you everyone on that um, podcast and video and course who listened to what I had to say who gave me the confidence and support I needed who were more excited than I was and I was pretty excited when I dropped my first podcast and reached my first couple of milestones and still now every so often checking to see how I'm doing and what I'm doing I love you so so much thank you for letting me thank you for giving me courage and strength to say you know what you've got a voice Lucy you've got stuff to tell you can um, do this hey thank you thank you thank you (laughs) and Look at what we've achieved. I've reached milestone after milestone with my podcast. I've still got got a long way to go to read the Kahoa. But I am so, so grateful and thankful for the support. I met some lovely, lovely people. People who have helped guide and support me. And, um, probably gonna tie me off of this, but you know what? To my number one fan, Rebecca who is my honorary aunt, who is the most coolest person (laughs) that I know, who's super sweet, who I love because her American accent's awesome and she's like so so supportive and like I love Hi, I'm <laughs> and we talk about Disney, Pixar movies, we talk about, about, you know, everything and everything, about 
TV show ideas about anxiety, about animals, about when fire takes over the world, about um, just everything and she has been so so supportive and she's even helped me with my thing, well it's not a thing, it's um, I don't know what it is yet, but I know I'm writing this story and she's been so supportive to do that. My whole family has, my whole family's been so, so supportive. My sisters are just lovely, lovely human beings who have always supported and helped out. And I'm always that I need them. Especially my sister Charlotte who <laughs> like I can't say thank you enough. She's just you know I love her. She's my sister, she's awesome. And, you know, like, my sister, my family, and Rebecca, and my friends, they all mean a lot to me. Especially, um, helping me, encouraging me when things got difficult when I lost a friend when um, when I felt so alone and depressed you all helped me you all mean the more to me and I uh, <laughs> I couldn't imagine having this podcast without you all. I love you all. You're amazing. Thank you. Now, on to the next bit about what I'm going to do next. Well, um, I'm working on doing a podcast about the Winter Olympics. Fine enough. Um, so, lots of stuff has happened, um, so I'm hoping I can write it all down and then do a podcast about how, you know, the Winter Paralympics, well Paralympics in general, they need The money they need the funds they're super super talented people and you know they're amazing and i think it's real shame that 
people don't see that. I also want to do a podcast on a movie called Coda, which is just one best picture at the Oscars, and I want to cover all of that because it's amazing. I also want to talk about what I'm doing at the moment with the Princess Trust, which again, I can't believe I'm doing it. And I can't believe it's actually happening. I am super nervous, but I'm also super, super excited. Oh. So, I have lots of stuff planned. I want to do a lot more with my podcast. I want to do a lot more with my YouTube channel. Which, if you could subscribe to my YouTube channel, that would be a YouTube help. Because I've started posting videos on there that aren't just my podcast. And I love doing it. Um, anything else? I love you all so so much. I guess the last thing to do is say happy birthday. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. Your birthday, dear dream catcher. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Dream big, my dreamers. No one can tell you otherwise. I love you all so, so much. You mean the world to me. Thank you for all your support. From the past, from the present, and in the future. That's all, dreamers. Dream big, you deserve it.